Good morning, everyone. My name is Duff, and this is my first daily devotion. Um, we're starting with Psalm 15. Well, I'm starting with Psalm 15, which uh, is a good way to start for me because it's probably the shortest psalm in the Bible. Uh, and so not wanting to throw myself in the deep end, um, I'm going to start with a short one. Anyway, there's a lot we can take out of it, so let's start reading. It says, Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? The one whose walk is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart, whose tongue utters no slander, who does no wrong to a neighbor and casts no slur onto others, who despises a vile person but honors those who fear the Lord, who keeps an oath even when it hurts and does not change their mind, who lends money to the poor without interest, who does not accept a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things will never be shaken. And so David starts the psalm by asking two questions of God that really amount to the same thing. And that is, who may dwell or live or abide with the perfect, holy, mighty God of the universe? In our current world, where it's often cold and dark outside and at the moment both weather-wise and in the climate of fear in our society at the moment, how amazing would it be to come into the warm, safe, light home of a being who is the only one in the universe who can keep you fully safe, fully loved, fully fulfilled, fully at peace and fully full of joy. So who wouldn't want to dwell there? But David then goes on to pretty much disqualify every person or human being that ever aspired to do so. And so how do we qualify to dwell in God's house? There are two sides of this coin. The first is that we don't qualify, and the second is that we do. The first being that we don't. Just looking at that, we can strive to be good people. And certainly as believers, we should be striving to live a life worthy of the calling we have received, as Paul says in Ephesians 4. Keeping our testimonies intact, representing our Father and our King well. The psalm ends with a promise regarding people of integrity, and that is that they will not be shaken. And so living in truth leaves no room for attacks on our character or our integrity. It gives us a solid foundation. And in a world of evil or darkness, we can shine all the brighter and be all the more attractive. A track record of integrity is actually your resume. It's your testimony. And it can be a defining trait of who you are and certainly the God that you represent. Unfortunately, as mentioned in Romans 3 verse 23, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And this is the dilemma of a fallen man in a fallen world. But striving to attain all of this in our own strength is never going to qualify us. I often look for the challenge in getting into something. And certainly in my BC days, this was possibly getting into a club where I probably wasn't the right age. Uh, or those who have crashed a wedding, for example. I look for the challenge and I look for the fine print uh, in David's uh, uh, words, just looking at, at what it is that gets me in to dwell with God. And looking at it, it speaks to me of less, less of meeting behavioral 
um, requirements and speaks to me more of the heart of a person and the character of a person. And we certainly know that God is more interested in our hearts. We don't meet these requirements, but it's important to maintain your integrity by being truthful, upfront, kind, and humble. And that is to, to basically make a good foundation for yourself and not be swayed, as mentioned by, by David. The second side of the coin that I mentioned is that we do qualify to dwell in the house of God. It mentions uh, two, two things. Um, firstly, it says we may live on your holy mountain. Oh, sorry, that's secondly. Firstly, that we may live in God's sacred tent or his tabernacle. And secondly, that we may live in his, on his holy mountain. And both of those are symbols. The first being the tabernacle is when uh, Moses, uh, certainly with the Israelites um, in the Exodus, was instructed to build the tabernacle, and that was representing God's presence with his people. And the second being uh, the holy mountain is the Temple Mount, uh, where the temple ultimately was built, and is another amazing sign of God's desire to dwell with us. How amazing is that? It sort of turns it on its head, that we're invited to dwell with God, but it certainly it's, uh, history shows that God wants to dwell with us. And so, despite living well before Jesus' time um, and looking you know, towards the Messiah, David had a profound understanding of God's desire to have a relationship with his children. And ultimately, I believe, David had a prophetic view of God's redemptive plan to qualify all who believe in him to dwell in his house. Jesus was the only person to live a perfect life on this earth. He was sacrificed. He died and he rose again to pay the price and fill the gap between where we end and God's holiness begins. We have a free pass. We've got free access to dwell with God only if we believe. John 3.16 says, Whoever believes in him will not perish but will have eternal life. When you live with someone, dwell with someone, you get to know them pretty quickly and you get to know them quite well. You discover things about them daily that you never knew before. Um, and you can also land up being rather influenced by them, uh, even talking like them, acting like them, uh, and even starting to adopt or share their worldview. And so we're invited to dwell in God's house. How amazing is that? We can see God for who He is, we can share His worldview, and we can share in the experience of having an intimate relationship with the God of the universe. So be encouraged today that you have been invited and the price has been paid for you to dwell in the house of the Most High God. Don't stay out in the dark and the cold. We are citizens of another kingdom now, with self-centeredness, fear and despair being replaced with love, peace and joy. Have a great day.